take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome back to From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything that is metal. And with me is Frank. Yo. And Phil. Yep. And Sammy. What's up, buddy? What up, E? You know, oddly enough, there were moments there where I could hear the intro music, like, clearly. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it'll it'll happen for, like, a split second, and then it'll just dip out entirely, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it'll just, like, kind of come and go in waves. Now you know what I put up with every week. That's Oof. even weirder. I know. It's fucking bizarre. It's absolutely fucking bizarre. I've Tom never checked I, the settings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that can be done about it on my end, though. Yeah, who knows? Fuck it. Oh, well, maybe there is, but... Patreon.com slash from the pit. Yeah. There we go. All that. Intro shit's done. And I am not up first tonight. No, that's going to be it's me. Not. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> no, bitch. Look, look at me. Doing, doing good. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, but all right. Yeah. Well, Tom, play it. the track the veil from eolic off their 2021 release rake of the astral leviathan it's uh if i'm gonna have one uh slight gripe i do wish the clean vocals were a little bit like like as dirtier (laughs) (laughs) i was saying or just you know have more oomph to them sure yeah um i 
I'm going to go ahead and say I don't I don't quite think this comes together. Like I I don't think that the the meshing of like modern mellow death and like power metal really I don't know if this is a combination that really works. I, I or I mean at least I don't know if this I don't really think that this is the way it should be done. I mean, I, I'm not. Isn't that the whole like, no, Amon Amarth type thing? Though? Yeah, nobody, nobody get it fucking twisted. This is not me trying to come out and say that they suck or that they're <laughs> fucking talentless because we all know there's some dipshit out there who's going to fucking do that. You can all fuck off. But what I'm saying is, I don't quite know if stylistically this like comes together. I don't feel as if it's quite cohesive. No. I, I don't I, know, man. Maybe if I spent more time with it, but I just, I, I've got a hunch that I. I've got a hunch that if I listen through to the whole thing, my opinion's not going to change. I will say there is moments of this album where like one track leans more one in one way. direction than the other. And sometimes it kind of like yeah, hits you, hit you, hit you off. But like overall, it, I have it, it a creates, real, yeah, it creates a schism of sorts. I still have a really good time listening to this album. Yeah. And I, you know what? I will come out and being, and I will be completely fair trying to, combined sounds like power metal and like melodic death metal is not something that I would think would be easy. No, that is, uh, that is like when you're trying to meld a traditionally more melodic style with one that is, that tends to be more abrasive and aggressive and less on the melodic side. Um, you know, that again, that's a tall order and I don't know, man, I just, I don't quite know if this one pulls it off. Oh, this one, a lot of for me is, I very much enjoy the riff work. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah, no, definitely. Um, but then again, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite like project coming from Utah these days is Fief, which is like goofy medieval dungeon synth. So what the fuck would I know? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm not lying. <sighs> I, I, you know. Um, <laughs> Rather than dive into this specific topic too too fucking much, I didn't think it was uh, criminal. Um, like, and it's not have you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just that the parts I think sit separately a little bit mm-hmm. more than maybe they could. Like, if this is them developing a sound kind of like Unleash the Archers, like yeah, uh, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, part of that was also the uh, the mixing was a little funky a little on some wonky. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally, totally. Yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah, like, I- like I'll be honest, I was listening to a band that, that, like, I thought about bringing into the show, but ultimately decided not to because I decided I didn't really like what they were doing. And this band, <laughs> that so, seems like a no, good no, reason not to. Like, no, it's like it, it was. It was more along the lines of like I listened to their album a couple of times, and it just there were aspects of it I liked, but ultimately I was like, this doesn't really work. And what it was was like a band doing like raw trying to do like a combination of like raw black metal and like new wave of british heavy metal riffs Hmm. and it just Uh, like but hmm. they used like more raw black metal production and it just clashed so badly like it just it just did not work at all Uh this i i will say like this this isn't quite as extreme an example as that one is but i don't know man like I think uh, I think Mike is I think Mike is working towards the same basic conclusion that I was that it just doesn't quite come together. Maybe like an album or two from now when they've like really they really learned how to merge to merge the two. I was gonna you know, say maybe, uh, the two yeah. things is I'm 
I enjoy this. I'm very much looking forward to yeah, seeing. I was gonna say, let's put the crowbars back in the trunk. I think they've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much uh, looking forward to see what else they come out with. Um, and also, I was gonna say, like, for me, this was that uh, that <laughs> debate that you had with the other end. This for me was still good enough to where I was like, no, I still want to. Yeah, sure. yeah like, I hear you. Sure. I will say, like, it is it is fairly unique. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I haven't heard anything else recently that sounds well, exactly like It had, like, like that this. Dungeon Synth intro. That's what I thought we were getting into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except, like, for me, like, if I want if I want Dungeon Synth crossed with, like, heavy, good heavy riffs, I'm just going to go listen to Stormkeep. I shit you not, man. Okay. Six months later, and that album still gets play, like, every week at my house. If it's the one out. I'm thinking of, it's, it's real good. Tales of Other Time. It's, it's... If you want to put on your fucking your druid robe and cast your D20, it's perfect for you. That's another bait and <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> well, so. like most 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 D and D players do do a lot of baiting, so <laughs> myself included. Well, if you found any of this interesting, go on over to yeah. elick.bandcamp.com. That's E A L L I C. I will not blame anyone if they really like this though. I'm, yeah, I'm no, sure I, there, are, I, but there are a shitload of people who's like, this is much more in their wheelhouse than I mine. Said, I think the, the, I guess the different aspect of it also is probably what like drew me in. Cause like, obviously we do this, you know, every week we're going through very, uh, we'd sometimes hear a lot of the same things, the same things, the same things. So for something to be doing something different is also like, that's yeah, refreshing. Nah, th- like, this deserves attention. Like I, I, I'm really curious to see where they go with it. Yeah, I mean, if they can if they can find a way to more effectively tie these styles together, I would be very much interested in what they're doing. I mean, I mean, I should also mention that they they seem to be more into a style of melodic death metal that I don't like, which is the more like Black Dahlia murder side mm-hmm. of things, which is something I do not fucking like. But, you know, hey, if they manage to make it their own and if they manage to like really create a sound that's all their own credit where credit is due respect who oh. knows right bring them back in in like two or three years when they got another album or two out let's uh let's see where they land now uh for my second one we're gonna have a little change of direction here yeah this looks interesting tom play that <laughs>
lot. <laughs> yeah, that's. And, uh, um, I, I'm, I'm gonna think- come. I'm gonna go ahead and say like that was a pretty pretty cool example of uh, melding styles together. I think that I'm gonna well. say that uh, I'm a big fan of crusty Japanese thrice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus Good one, Christ. Phil. Yeah. I mean, that's I that's exactly what it is. It, it's it's crazy um, how much of the song structure uh, and the riffs reminded me of like early thrice. Now that but you it's pointed cool it out, there's that like that like almost comeback kid melodic hardcore and that fucking like that that fucking deviant element that's just fucking awesome. Yep. Uh, I actually I like I actually this. like the way the I really liked the way the bass fit into that mm-hmm. entire thing. Not and not yeah. just the mom, not just the moments where it was dominating the song, but it's just like I like how the bass playing was a little bit rougher, but I kind of like that. I think it gave it a little more personality. The whole the whole thing was just like a little rough around the edges, like Punk like rock. the performances were just like they were so enthusiastic and so crazy that it almost it, it comes close to like falling apart at a couple points, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. It stays together and it always keeps going. It's like, you know, fuck it. No, no, don't stop. Just keep going. I love that. There's so much great enthusiasm to this. I think it's really fun. This, uh, yeah, it's got that, that beautiful, beautiful D beat drive to it. It's yeah, definitely. Um, it obviously really hits on like the melodic aspects and it's also, uh, at least from reading what this is actually about, like it's kind of rough. <laughs> Uh, this is coming from, uh, so apparently this was, uh, based off of five biographical novels, um, from a Japanese poet who was a survivor of the atomic bombing in Hiroshima. So hence why there's probably a lot of, uh, which we call it a lot of, uh, energy and emotion to it because, well, that's a, that's a pretty harsh, uh, thing to be coming from. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Or you should be writing music about and yeah this each like one track is not going to give you uh everything of this there is like some slight uh differences there's others lean a little bit even more harsher than that and it overall it's a great listen um so the band is called unfaded um it's just self-titled uh and you can get that at unfaded1.bandcamp.com dope all right I might actually have to go back and check this out in full. That was uh, that was surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to do it for me this week. Yeah, Phil, you got a bunch of stuff today. Uh, no, I think I've only got two. I think, oh, I think uh, you have three. Oh no, I think it's Mike who has a bunch of stuff yeah, today. Yeah, Mike and, has uh, like whole, nine. Whole bunch. Oh my god, <laughs> Mike, you have so much shit today. You've a got like whole four bunch. Oh my god, man. Yeah. Well. uh... Let's get started with this one here. This uh, this actually popped up on my Facebook feed, uh, surprisingly enough. Um, yeah, it's surprising I, because you're still using Facebook. <laughs> of course I'm using Facebook. Um, but it popped up, I checked it out, and I didn't hate it, so I threw it on the cards. Uh, Tom. This is wrong, bitch. Just with you all. Friends are 
Mm-hmm. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> that that like it was so interesting how that that kind of covered so much ground, but none of it ever felt, I guess, disjointed. Right. Also, it's like I feel like if you were to try to describe this song to somebody and you tried to tell them like, oh, yeah, there's also like a fucking rocking guitar solo, like almost 70s style rock guitar solo. They'd be like, yes. bro, that sounds fucking stupid. But in in context, when you actually hear it, it works. It's like on paper. I almost feel like this shouldn't work, but it does. It's kind of like suicidal tendencies smashed into yeah. style. <laughs> actually, that's a Mike. That's a great fucking uh, comparison, really. It, 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 it was like it, it had room to breathe in there, but it was constantly interesting. And now, I mean, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Also, when it just like barreled into that fucking D beat section at the end, I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Okay, it's just like, hey, let's let's just throw all our influences into this. Happy Gilmore reference. Works. I loved it. <laughs> a what? Oh yeah, the Happy Gilmore. The, <laughs> yeah, I mean the uh, the album cover for the EP is ridiculous. Oh, it looks <laughs> so like, fucking goofy. Yeah, with the golf club and <laughs> uh, absurd. Well, but, you know, uh, at, le- at least whoever is the cover model for this has good trigger discipline. So points. <laughs> <laughs> while holding a cigar yeah while holding a cigar <laughs> and you know what i can honestly say i've never tried loading an ak mag with a cigar in my hand but maybe i'll have to try it sometime and wearing a golf club <laughs> yeah that too that too <laughs> um yeah anyway that was uh the title track off of the new ep the price is wrong by ground fight out of colorado um <laughs> they don't have a band camp but they oh, no are on spotify um so if that's your option if you want to check them out uh unfortunately also i i just gotta say the price is fucking wrong bitch is a hell of a line yeah like i said yeah. billy madison oh billy madison yeah. not happy oh no no you're right happy gilmore I, i'm i'm an idiot oh god yeah, yeah. i wonder how happy gilmore is held up I'm sure, amazingly. I don't. I mean, I don't know about that. Considering we don't get comedy movies anymore. No, not really. I mean, there only there are only so many ways you can say that something just isn't funny. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. So, Phil, this is uh, this this is some pretty fun hardcore you brought us. Yeah, uh, yeah, they are. Um, Got one more on here. Uh, this one's Ooh. a little more serious. Doesn't quite have the uh, Casey Jones vibes of uh, Ground Fight, but uh, also pretty fucking good. So, Tom? I also don't smoke. And those who do are stupid.
Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little more. I mean, aggressive. hey, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fucking Edge. I never will be. But hey, you know what? I I can appreciate good riffs, and I can appreciate bands who are straightforward in their messaging. That, that is actually are. yeah. That, that 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 is something I actually very much respect about edge bands, uh, especially ones like this who are like unafraid to just come out and say what they're saying. Like they don't feel the need to hide it behind metaphor and indecipherable lyrics. It's like, no, just it's yeah. It's just like, Hey, don't do meth. Like, Hey, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes like, sometimes that's all you need to say is just be like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't do meth. It's not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously it's it's not all that uncommon in uh, hardcore to find a vegan straight edge band. Um, no, God no. It is very common to find a shitty vegan straight edge band. <laughs> yes. and, yeah, uh, there's a lot of those too. Luckily, Better Run is not one of those. Uh, that was the track to live free off of their uh, EP, The Fight for Mother Earth, and they're coming out of Austria. Um yeah, and you're you're absolutely correct. You can't get any more straightforward with your message um, than they do. <laughs> Check oh, out oh no, their, it, uh, it it was like the same reaction I heard when I first listened to Judge. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know exactly what this fucking band is about. They don't they don't play around with it. Yeah, um, but yeah, you can get over to betterrun.bandcamp.com to check that out. Yeah, I'm. Definitely going to be on the lookout for more from this fucking band. Weird. Good shit. But uh, that'll do it for me. All right. Let's start chipping away here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got some work. First up from uh, from Donnie, it's going to be a band by the name of God Killer. Tom?
was fun. Yeah. I'm a, I mean, kudos, Donnie. I'm a mark for all that, like, um, Catholic chant shit. <laughs> I love it. It just works for me. Yeah, that, uh, that made a, a change in direction that I did not expect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not the, the demo. Uh-uh. No, nope, not at all. No, nope. I, I nope. would not have expected that in the least <laughs> nah, bit. It's just like this kind of kind of falls into too many of Deathcore's worst trappings to to get me on board. But then again, the only the only Deathcore band I like is I Am, who I don't, I literally do not think will ever be beaten. So, I mean, sorry, Donnie, love you, buddy. Well, I like this quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I, that's yeah, it's my. fun. Also, I don't know if uh, I think you introduced the band as God Killer. Yes. Uh, I don't know if that was corrected. I'm I'm switching back and forth. No, they're the, the the actual name of the band is Awaken Providence. Shut up! No, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm trying to be fucking helpful here. No, you're right. I'm upset now that I'm looking at it. I love you. Mike. You're right. Ben's name. By the way, Providence. By the way, I should I should clarify. It's not awake as in waking up from sleep. No. It's a wake. Yes. In Providence Correct. for anyone listening. And the as album. in, I am attending awake and trying to avoid my drunk uncle, <laughs> because he will go on racist tirades if I don't. That kind of wake. Right, you right. know what I'm talking about. Right. It just, in Providence, that's very possible. It just confuses yeah, me. Yeah, probably. I, I um, ran into the most oddly blatant racism I've ever run into in my life in Providence, Rhode Island. So that was uh, that was not that all of Rhode Island or, or even Providence is like that, but this one dude, hashtag yeah. not all, but yeah. <laughs> he just did not care. Yeah, um, I might have to have you tell me that story afterwards. I, I will. I will. Uh, not to besmirch Providence. It's a very nice sound. Visit if you get a chance. But. <laughs> It's like when the poor last podcast dudes had to talk about a killer who was based out of Watertown, New York. Apparently, a lot of people uh, messaged them and were very upset at the way they talked about upstate New York. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I've never fucking been to upstate New York or Providence. Well, get on over to uniqueleaderrecords.bandcamp.com to uh, check that band out. God killer. I know it's awakened Providence. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's a bit. Oh, it was a good bit. Yeah. All right. Next up, this one's gonna be from Kevin. It's gonna be this one's dope. This is Mothman. Tom, do the thing.
so I didn't know that this track needed that last bit, but I'm so glad that happened. I was going to say, that's how you end the song. Oof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's given nice, nice one, two chug, you know. I was like, you could have kept with all that fast stuff and just ended abruptly and I would have been happy, but no, gave me that little, that little snack at the end. Oh, no, 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 my friend. They had to mix it up a little. We need variety. It is the spice of life after all. Kevin knows what I like. Yeah. So when I was loading up the tabs and uh, popped this one open, I was like, oh, I feel like this is something I need in my life. And I'm glad I was correct. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of got like the um, fall 50 feet vibes. Um, it's aggressive in a lot of different ways, and I like them all. <laughs> Fall 50 feet? Uh, it's like another kind of like spazzy, chaotic band. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a, that's a interesting name for a band. Yeah, I like it. I like this. Well, like specifically how it's like, it's specifically 50 feet. Mm-hmm. Not 40 feet, 20 feet, 50 like, feet. Yeah, like 100 yeah, feet. It probably won't kill you, but it'll fuck you up really bad. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it, I guess it depends on what you're falling onto, though. A, yeah, a and fence. which direction you fall. You go face first, it'll probably kill you. Yeah, I'll probably break your neck. Oh my god, my cat farted and it smells like ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, God, dude, for real, it's it smells like a fucking sewage pipe in here. The old, my cat is just like looking up at me. She's like, "What are you gonna do about it, bitch?" The old reverse meow. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's what I'm gonna call it from now on. <laughs> oh, she's like trying to run away. She's like, "I know what I did. I know you're mad." Right, that was the uh, track. Don't ever let me catch you. <laughs> thinking I'm chasing the cat now. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, that was released June third. That will be released June third of this year, and they are from Texas. All right. Did you say where to get it? Uh, you can get that at MothmanTX.BandCamp.com. Nice. Next up, it's another one from Kevy. This is called Jingul, and this is a single off called Or and Fluid. Tom.
I'm interested to hear more of this and give it more than one listen. Mm. I like. I, I didn't know I wanted like industrial death body horror music stuff, <laughs> but I like this. <laughs> I thought the transitions were like masterful. Yeah. It, it's very interesting. I, I'm with Frank, where I definitely need some more time with it, but there, I don't have any like uh, I don't have anything negative to say about it. I just need more time to like digest, absorb it. everything going <laughs> on. Yeah, I like it. Well, there's a single out there. Um, I believe they have other stuff along this, along with this. Uh, you can get on over to jingulofficial.bandcamp.com that is d-j-i-n-n-g-h-u-l official I really enjoyed saying that band name <laughs> they're from Colorado that was released October of last year I mean naming your naming your band after a, a malevolent spirit mm-hmm. in Islam is mm-hmm. interesting it's pretty, it's pretty sweet yeah for anyone wondering that's what a jinn is you might know it as a genie Yes. Little a little history fact. Blue today. Robin Williams. Yeah. Never never had a friend like him. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I brought one in because I felt like I should. Oh, we did get something from you. Yeah. I did some work. This is uh, Spiteful Visions EP from Spiteful Visions. We're going to listen to a bit of Suffocating Stench. Tom? If uh, there was any disturbance during that track, I'm sorry. That was the sound of me rubbing my nipples in ecstasy while <laughs> listening to that. What would the sound of you rubbing your nips on the mic be, Frank? 
Why don't you demonstrate it for us? That involves standing up. Oh, getting real close. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, be careful there. He'll he'll do it. I know he will. That's why I'm trying to get him to do it. And then Tom's going to charge me for, for a new microphone. I obviously damage it with my rock hard and nips. Nipple dust all over the fucking pop. Nipple dust. <laughs> nipple dusty dust. ass nipples over here. Oh, old old dusty nipples. <laughs> old, old dusty nips. Frank at it again, rubbing his nips on anything he sees. That's why he's been in prison four times. <laughs> Never learned my lesson. <laughs> He's like, I'm old Dusty Nips Frank, and I know I'm important because I'm on multiple government watch lists. <laughs> I'm a person of interest. That's what they tell me. So I was looking for uh, I was looking for some post article stuff, some post brew stuff, and I I couldn't find much of that. But I just kept finding new bringing after new bringing, and this was one of the first ones that I was just like, you know, what? three. Let's make it fucking four. This is, I mean, from the beginning, that fucking riff. Yes. Ugh. All you know, and it just kept staying fun and interesting. And uh, so anytime they did a riff change to it, it was done very well. Mm-hmm. 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 This mm-hmm. album art is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Immediate draws from every angle. Um, I was a big fan. So that was released April eighth of this year. They're from Minnesota, and you can get on over to spitefulvisions.pancamp.com to check into that. I feel like I'd write music like that too. If I was out in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Ghoulish type uh, death metal. I just, just, yeah, very angry and, you know, angry because it's <laughs> fucking cold. Yeah, I, uh, I understand it. Living in a, living in a house with outdated insulation in the PNW, man, is like, that shit's no fucking joke, brother. It really isn't. Oh, I, I believe you. Oh, yeah. Uh, where can we find this? Uh, right. We can find this at spitefulvisions.bankcamp.com. All righty. Yes. Sam, oh, that it? yeah. Oh yeah, I got a, I got a casual single. So That's, uh, I'm perfectly fine with you having a casual single this week. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Actually, fucking bored. I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be totally honest. Uh, I almost brought in three bands today, but I decided not to because I thought, you know what? I'm going to spread it out a little. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tease people just a little bit. Make them wait. Make them wait. Sometimes it's good. So yeah, you guys, you guys all obviously have an appreciation for technical skill. Yes. And excellent songwriting. Mm-hmm. Good performance. Yes. I can think. I can. I feel like I speak for everyone on this show when I say that we can all appreciate that. And. Myself included. And I also, the the thing is for me, though, I happen to believe that progressive and technical songwriting mesh, you know, be- almost better than anything else with thrash. Like, this is no secret. I've talked about it a lot. I'm very much into bands like Aspid, Coroner, Realm, yes. Mekong Delta, Watchtower. Progressive thrash is full of some of quite frankly, not just thrash, but metal in general's biggest and like best kept secret gems. I mean, it's where, and uh, you know, granted I, I won't <laughs> support them going forward. Um, but, you know, initially when fucking Vector's first album dropped, like, Oh, that's a big Future. deal. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I'm, 
was it Black Future? Was that their first one? Uh, no, I, wasn't it Terminal Redux? No, I think Terminal Redux came after that. Okay, all right. I must have missed that first album. I mean, but both, I mean, both of those were uh, at the time really fucking well outstanding compared to what was going on uh, in a lot and, of the rest of the metal world. Well, mostly because at the time, most of, like pretty much everyone else in thrash at that point was basically just like, "Hey, what if we just like took DRI and made it suck?" <laughs> that was. <laughs> Like, I mean, but, any, anyone who was around at that time would be hard-pressed to tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, my God. Who is the other? Uh, Nilithia as well. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. See, I mean, okay, I'll be totally honest. I, I've never heard of Nilithia. I have no clue who they are. Vector. Okay. See, here's the thing, though. I When they came out, like, I heard Terminal Future, I uh, uh, Terminal Redux. I heard Black Future. I thought they were, like, solid. But yeah. the thing is, like, at the same time, like, um, it's like I'd been listening. I, I'm not trying to sound like it's like, oh, I was full no, no, no. before I, you were. For me, it's like I'd already, you... li- I'd already listened to a lot of like the, the original wave, I guess, of uh, technical and progressive thrash metal. So it wasn't, it wasn't as groundbreaking for me. But I will grant, That's... I will grant Vector. It's like I am appreciative at least that they reintroduced the concept to a lot of people because i feel like it i feel like it kind of fell by the wayside yeah i mean you know um regardless of my feelings about certain members of the band and uh, events that transpired um yeah i mean they're they're very well written albums uh that yeah were a lot more interesting than the pizza thrash of the time oh yeah Um, oh no dude it's like yeah it's like it's like, oh yeah, you could listen to Vector or you could listen to like what fucking Merciless Death or Cross Examination, who literally sound like they have SpongeBob on vocals. That's um, that's not that's not even a joke, by the way. But yeah, do do, do go check out Hyper Thrash from Nilithia because uh, the time that to. made our fucking heads explode. Yes. Yeah. So, oh god, dude, like. I, I I actually found an I bought an original copy of Realms Eternal War album. It's like the second most I've ever paid for an album. I dropped like thirty bucks on it, and I still don't regret it. Um, but yeah, man, this uh, I, I know we I know we got a little off topic, but I swear it, it's germane to the point here. I ran across something the other day, just random, random off to the side, um, little blip on Bandcamp, it's like oh like you might like this and like usually i don't pay attention to those because we all know how much Bandcamp sucks at recommending things but the album art for this album just was so strange and so like kind of eye-catching for me that i was like what is this so i clicked on it and it turns out that like this is a this is a new progressive thrash project from a bunch of guys uh, who apparently have been in this game for a long time. I haven't heard any of their other projects, but uh, if this is representative of what they can do, what we're about to listen to, then I might have to. And also, they're based out of Portland, Oregon, so they're in my neck of the woods, which is really fucking cool. Now, so when you listen to this. It's going to sound, it's going to remind you of something that easily could have come out in 1992. That's not to say that this is just like, oh, this is just fucking like, oh, fucking retro thrash worship. Like, no, this is like, 
This is a progressive thrash metal album made by guys who have been doing it for a long time, who know what they're like, who know their shit, who know how this is supposed to be done. And this is just a more modern take on it. And it works really fucking well. So I think we're going to take a listen to the band Sleepless and we're going to listen to the track Host Desecration off the album Host Desecration. Tom. Spicy, huh? Yeah, there's yeah. there's a good bit going on there. I like this. Oh. oh my god, man. The whole the whole fucking album, there's so much going on. Truly. It's like it it, it really was kind of hard to pick a to pick a, a, a clip from this, just a single clip, because it's like there is so much going on that you feel like you're being neglectful to both the band mm. and the listeners by not being mm-hmm. able to just like it's like, hey, let's just have a listening party. <laughs> which I wish we could legally do, but we don't have the time or the resources for that. Um, yeah, man, this is, uh, there's, uh, there have been a few things. There's not a whole lot that's caught my eye so far this year. I mean, shit, we're already heading into May. Um, there isn't a whole lot I've heard this year that I thought was really incredible or really good, but this is one of the things that has jumped out at me so far. Like I, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on this. I'm going to be, keeping it in mind once december rolls around who knows but yeah uh please like everyone i'm begging of you go over to sleeplessmetal.bandcamp.com drop the eight bucks buy host desecration this is a really cool like kind of death metal tinged progressive thrash album it's really really fun really interesting there's a lot going on and also try to tell me the cover art for this isn't really fucking neat no it, it's yeah it's, it's awesome I love it, man. That would look so fucking killer on a shirt. That's all I got for you this week. That's it. Alrighty. Well. Oh, good choice for brews. 
<laughs> That'll bring us to a segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say Motorhead. Well, thanks wow. for that. Uh, You're yeah, welcome. Brutal Bruise. <sighs> Uh, you know what? They are they are important enough as a band to where I can get away with it. Yeah, fuck it. Well, we know what's coming, Tom. Damn it, it's criminal that I don't have a drink right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Frank. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, we all know, if somehow you you didn't know by the sound, you should know by the fact that Sam spoiled it. Uh, <laughs> no. That was obviously Motorhead. Oh, 
Phil, come on, man. As if anyone who hasn't been living under a rock for the past 40 or 50 years wouldn't hear that and immediately know who it was. I would hope so. But, you know, it's a it's a strange world out there. Yeah, look, um, I'm just saying if you grew up if you grew up around nothing but Jehovah's Witnesses, I guess I could forgive it. But just like otherwise, come on, man, this is like this is like rock and roll 101. It, it really is. Um, so that was their uh, their track down on me off of their 17th studio album, Inferno, <laughs> released in uh, June of 2004. Um, I know there are a lot of uh, a lot of purists who uh you know just have a a certain feeling about the og lineup and i get it that is that is motorhead no fucking question Um, i mean i i think it's silly but you know what i do i do understand where people are coming from at least even if i I, think it even if i don't understand it i mean listen um start to finish i don't think there's a fucking motorhead album i don't like um like period uh all of them have you know, e- even if some of it feels a little bit like filler, just because of the the massive, uh, just the depth of their fucking discography. The, every single album has a, at least like three or four tracks that are like required listening for me. I will um, say something about this. I haven't heard Inferno in a really long time. It's it's been ages for me. But it's like something about this, this one in particular, it's like, God, you can almost just like feel the, the sweat, the fucking Jack Daniels, the cigarette ash and just the grime in general, just, just like almost falling off of this fucking recording. Like Lemmy, Lemmy's vocals sound like weirdly like rougher than usual on this one. It's yeah. Like it, it's, well, it's got, it's got like a, a, a sort of, I smoked four packs of fucking american spirit blacks before i came in to record this and it rules so i was i was reading into the album a little bit um because it, this is certainly a, a standout uh in the later uh motorhead discography no question yeah um and i think uh part of that so they were working with uh cameron webb as a producer who apparently was not the least bit intimidated by them mm. um and push them to do things they didn't want to do, which is great because you, you get a band that's been in the game that fucking long. Uh, and as a fucking producer, you like your mindset's usually going to be like, it's fucking motorhead. Like, just let them do what they want. Um, not Webb. Uh, he argued with them and pushed them to do shit. They didn't want to do. And, uh, and really pulled out the best out of, out of their sound. I mean, he, he understood how fucking Lemmy's bass should work in the music um which is vital to the motorhead sound so mm-hmm. it's fucking uh it's a great fucking album dude i mean that that clip should be more than enough to convince you fucking killers gets me going every fucking time uh, like, it, it, oh uh, fuck this is this is the album that has whorehouse blues on it now i remember <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you love um, how, like, even up until the day Lemmy died, like, m- like Motorhead were just like never ever scared to just like, to just like be abrasive. <laughs> it's like, the, it's like this is fucking rock and roll. Oh, he, oh, uh, yeah, and he was. I mean, Lemmy was, uh, if nothing else, a, a true fucking student of 
rock and roll. And I mean that in the actual way, not the cringe way that fucking most people will say rock and roll. Um, like dude knew fucking everything. It's crazy. Like you watch interviews with him and the shit that he talks about, like fucking, you know, motherfucker will be talking about the influence of fucking little Richard. And it's like most fucking modern rock bands barely know who the fuck he is. Um, which by the way, to, to like, you want to talk about someone whose influence should never, ever be forgotten. It's Little Richard. Oh, God. Yeah. True. Um, I mean, motherfucker left Jimi Hendrix at a bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a true story. Jimmy was late to catch the bus and fucking he wasn't he was a nobody at the time. Little Richard said, fuck it. He'll figure it out. They left him. Um, <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, Inferno is just a fucking, it's a banger. Uh, mm-hmm. Start to fucking finish. It's, the production's fucking phenomenal. I, they I, I was they just, sound at the top of their game. I was about to say, that fucking mix was perfect. It's think, so good. I think I'm going to have to go and listen to this whole album again. Because the one the one I've been stuck on there as recently uh, is 1916, which is another, <laughs> another album that I feel gets overlooked. I might... You never know. I might have to do a, I might have to do a bruise with that one in the future. So who knows? I mean, you want to do it? You you say the fucking word. No, buddy. I won't hesitate. So um, my question is like, what, like in general, what beer do you pair with an album like this? What do you pair with a what? What holds up to a band like Motorhead? It was a really tough one, um, honestly. So you know. Um, the so springs in full effect over here uh meaning i can finally get my fucking uh my three threes pitter patter again which is like my my go-to beer while it's available um but i know i've done that before um but i'm, I'm in a very kind of pilsner mood um so i was kind of thinking along those lines going through my music library uh and this album just kind of stuck out uh for some fucking reason and i think it's it it's again it has to do with the fucking weather and the time of year i mean this is this is very much like a fucking uh you know windows down hit the highway um Mm -hmm. and in fucking in this fucking nice weather kind of album um yeah, motor. I will agree with you. Motorhead for me are very much like a warm weather kind of band. Oh yeah, I mean, once I get this fucking, uh, once I get this bike fixed up, that'll be. Oh, uh, oh buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I was kind of heading down that route, and I can't use the pitter patter. I know for a fact I've used that one before. Um, this other one. I, I may or may not have used before. Who knows? I'm halfway through the six pack um, as of right now. So, nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw the uh, I saw the cards and I was like, "Oh fuck, we're in for a long one." Um, so what I've got here is uh, Tonewood's Lawn Boy. Ooh. Yeah. I know, uh, Frank. I'm so sorry. I'm not in studio tonight. Today was uh, a whole shit show of a day. I'll tell you guys about that after the recording. Yeah, but... here I am, very feeling very parched. <laughs> <sighs> and this is this is the beer for that. 
this is the beer for that. Um, it is a Pilsner. Uh, clots in at a, a cozy little 5.6%. Ooh, very uh, nice. This is something that you can, yeah, you can throw back. Uh, no problem, but it's still still a step above your your uh, Millers and your Coors and uh, even your Yingling. So, you know, because you want that little bit of an extra kick. What are we drinking? Fucking Coors Light over here? No, and no, tapping no. Tapping the fucking Rockies? Fuck off. Try, trying to get Bro, a buzz on, like... Bro, unless the, unless I have literally no other options and no way to get anything else, that is like the only way you're ever gonna catch me drinking fucking Coors Light. Oh, listen! Here. If I'm at a fucking if I'm at an all day event where I'm gonna where I want to drink fucking thirty beers and still be able to pass a fucking yes. DUI test, uh, yes. then sure, I'm fine with a Coors Light. But uh, oh, <laughs> but um, now these are these are phenomenal. This is the uh, you know. Step out on your porch at noon, fucking fire up the grill, throw on fucking Inferno, and start kicking back fucking uh, Tonewood's Lawn Boys. You're going to have a good fucking time. Fuck yeah. Fucking hell yeah. So, uh, I wish, yeah. I wish, I, wish, I wish their shit was available where I live. I'd do that today. <sighs> Me too. Me too. Well, uh, well yeah. I, you know. Um, See yeah, this is why... You know, I I really hate to say it, but this is why the impact of a lot of our bruise segments is very much like lost or wasted on me. I I can't like I can't even begin to find the overwhelming majority of the beers that get. Oh, no. And that's that's going to be true of a lot of things, especially because I tend to tap breweries that are um, are like shockingly close to me. Um, And, you know, so I get that. But. What you want is, you know, so the bigger takeaway at this point, I think rather than um, because we're doing this, like I know some guy fucking put out literally a book uh, like probably a year after we started doing this on the fucking podcast. But he put out a book of pairings of fucking beers and metal albums. Um, But most of those were very widely available. I understand that a lot of the time what we do is is very local to our area. The yeah, bigger I mean, thing, uh, I think the takeaway here is that at this point, almost anywhere in the fucking country, you probably have at least one local brewery, if not more. Um, well, it's like, I mean, I, I mean, I've done this, too. It's like I've brought I've brought in a number of like Oregon breweries. It's like yeah, st- so, stuff that the stuff that like, quite frankly, you guys will probably never, ever see in person. Exactly. Uh, so I think the bigger point now, rather than, you know, going for this specific thing, although I mean, Tonewood is distributing uh, pretty far on the East coast now for a, a, a small brewery, but um, the, the bigger thing is fucking go to your local breweries Find a good fucking Pilsner and fucking pair it with this album. That's the uh, that's really the approach at this point, because we're not we're not. It's pretty rare these days. Uh, Well, I shouldn't even say rare, but a lot of our bring ins are not super widely available. You know, we used to do a lot of fucking victory, a lot of fucking um, a lot of stone, a lot of fucking other things that you can literally find internationally. Um, Oh, yeah. That's not going to be the case nowadays. Because I, I, I don't even drink that way these days. Well, it's like I've I've brought in a bunch of like Deschutes Brewery stuff and like good luck getting that shit outside of the fucking West Coast. 
I'm pretty sure I've actually seen them. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe maybe they're big enough now. But yeah, well, like we I've... do. There are so like um, even if you can't get to breweries, a lot of liquor stores are starting to carry like you know uh, maybe the fucking owner went out to to somewhere at some point and they're fucking ordering shit from places because a lot of uh, a lot of smaller breweries are are shipping shit now. So yeah. I might have to ship you guys like some beers from the brewery in my hometown sometime. I think you'll like them. Yes. Yes. I might have, I might have to. <laughs> yeah. We're never going to say no to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're pretty much every, pretty much every store in my area that sells beer carries this place's stuff. So maybe I'll do that. Right on. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for the Brutal Brews. Get yourself a nice Pilsner from your favorite local brewery. Throw on uh, Butterhead's Inferno and uh, make a fucking night out of it. And if you're close to fucking New Jersey, look for Tonewood's Long Boy because it's, it's fucking great. Mark. All right. We got a couple little, couple little quick little post bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, yes. I mean, we got a we got a name I haven't heard since like 2009. Uh I didn't know they were out that long, but um, there's this band that I don't think any of us on the show is particularly fond of. That'd be Veil of Maya. Um, I uh, <laughs> I will come out and say like, I uh, I do not like them at all. I do not I, like them, Frank. I am. You know what yeah, I do like? I, I do. You know what I do like? I do like the cynic song Veil of Maya. I hmm. uh, I've seen this band live fairly recently. Oh really? Just because they were there, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go into this like open open minded. And it started, sure. and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I was scrolling. This is exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> I think I was scrolling Twitter yesterday, following some other stuff completely, just other other dumpster fire shit, you know, Twitter. Yeah. Um, and Sammy Slam Dance is one of the dudes I follow in there that's actually got some like wholesome content and recommendations and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, he said. <laughs> Fail my new track was pretty dope, and they're doing uh, gent the way that it should be done. And I said, Get "The fuck out of here! That band's fucking trash." <laughs> like, I don't believe. Yeah, it. the way it should be done is um, you should record Not. it, then delete it, and <laughs> yeah. never do that again. Yeah, it's, that that is uh, that's funny. I was about to say pretty much the same thing. <laughs> There's a handful of you know, Mashuka and Vildhard. No, he's like no. <laughs> no. Mashuga, Mashuga stopped. Mashuga stopped being worth anything once they stopped playing. Once they stopped playing progressive thrash, it's just like, yeah, this just don't bother. Oh, shut your I'm goddamn! Get, shut your goddamn! I won't even. There. I won't even go that far. But I will say that I don't consider Mashuga gent. Correct. Uh, even more, when they touched on that realm, it was it was what we were still calling math rock, which yes. was the people who actually knew how to write that shit and weren't just. We're just making fair. cookie cutter clones. Get, yeah, which TBF, TBF, Mashuga do know how to do. Like, they're like, I would never ever try to like play down Mashuga's skill as a band straight up. It's just like, no, they're, you know, they're dumb fucking talented. Yep. <laughs> but at the same time, it's also like, I stick to contradictions collapse, and that's really it. No, that's fine. You like what uh, you like. Yeah, it's just like, it's, I've shown that album to people and they're just like hearing Meshuga play in E major is interesting. 
All right. Well, we can't spend too much time well, on on Machida. Yeah, let's, or we're let's, gonna make uh, this bring in terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's already so everything about what I'm seeing here is already kind of making me cringe. But I guess let's fucking listen to this thing. Let's do it. Okay. And then we can shit talk. I don't care. All um, right. Every other track they write could be absolute dog shit. I thought that I still, after preloading this segment so much, still think that track's pretty good. I like, oh, you know what I think uh, is so interesting about this? Their guitar player is sporting what looks like a very nice, very expensive custom shop carving guitar, mm-hmm. and he's doing nothing with it. <laughs> yeah. How? How do you do that? Why do you do that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> I was enjoying segments of the the last bit. Mm. Other than that, I was kind of making. I guess it's one thing. Valmai for me is always. It's not even necessarily that I full on <laughs> hate them, mm. but it's it's such a feeling of indifference. That's fair. It's just like. It's it, to me. It, it goes back to what I was talking about. How it's just like it's so many of the worst excesses of like two thousands deathcore just being yeah, exem- no, it, exemplified in like modern rapping so here. In 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 this uh, particular instance, especially, I one hundred percent agree. Um, yeah, the the mix took any sort of bite that had away entirely. Um, I don't need a breakdown warning. Yeah, I was on about video, to mention- especially for something yeah. that's not really a breakdown. 
Yeah, uh, and especially something that's like video. not even the video is really so dumb. when, when I, I gave a when I gave a like eye roll. Uh huh. Yeah, right before that went breakdown warning. That's well, I can't say the words I want to say on the podcast. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's stupid. If you're um, gonna give me a trigger warning for breakdowns, you should actually warning. play a breakdown. <laughs> no, I mean that's all fair. I I I don't agree with you guys. I the <laughs> video might be really cringe. I didn't see it. I didn't see it the first time. Oh, you um, you missed nothing at all. Tonally, I think it sounds like a lot of the stuff that we bring in and praise, but I don't care enough to fight for them because there's there's <laughs> no there's there's very there's like little to no low end on it. Um, it. It has the there's, um. There's, it has the uh, shiny, terrible production. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, it has. It has the. It, it has the like. You gotta paid, understand. I'm looking at three it. Great, like, when, it's like we paid three grand a piece for XFX threes, and somehow still sound bad. When last year people were putting stuff like Signs of the Swarm up for like top ten deathcore, this stands up with that. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the modern like taste. For as bad as and diluted as it might yeah. be, like this, unfortunately, competes. Um, know, there's a lot yeah, of really boring deathcore okay, out right now. Sure, that that's that's uh, that's accurate. Um, it, it competes in that realm, but uh, you know, I don't think that realm should even be a fucking thing. So <laughs> yeah, you no, know, that's, like, true. that's that, fair. I get that. That ain't like. All right, before we uh, can, can we get on to the next one? Yeah, yeah we don't we don't yeah, want the, it, we don't want this to turn into like our four dads are arguing again. No, I mean Veil Nine <laughs> is pretty terrible. I just wasn't upset when I heard that. They uh, it's it. I guess it's not the worst thing they've ever done. But yeah, you know, right. That's, that's like I mean. uh, I don't know. that's like saying like uh, uh oh, I don't know, like Born of Osiris. Uh, is uh, like of uh, the new Limp Biscuit doesn't make me want to hang myself. Well, okay, but it still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, oh, that's, it's ironic, though, because that's the name of the album. I'm like, yeah, it's a shitty album. It's still bad. It's like irony will only carry you so far. I just hope it's yeah. a sign that the auto-tuned vocals and metal are gone. They're, they never will be. <laughs> no, that's because, th- dude, there's always going to be some fucking dweeb. It was just like, it's like, I think it sounds really cool. Like it doesn't, but you do you, homie. All right, well, let's listen to Rat Poison. Um, Tom? <laughs> Go! 
I'm glad they're they're putting stuff out. Yeah, I think we might have missed. Oh, something it was fun from their their from our first bring in from them. But Most likely, yeah, poison's fucking great. Yeah, that how has that band name not been taken? Mm. I, mean, I might have. Starting to realize that band names aren't as coveted as we thought. <laughs> no, it's like it's like how you, you ever think about how you never really see. I feel like this is something you saw happen more often back in like the seventies through the nineties. But it's like you ever notice how you don't see bands like threatening to go to court anymore over identical band names. Yeah, they kind of just yeah, live. It's and like let you live. don't. Yeah, you don't see that anymore. Well, because I, I think it's such a, a common thing for it to happen, and usually there's like some sort of a gentleman's agreement reach. You know what I mean? Like, look at Conjure. Yep, um, yep. You know, they they very much specify like Conjure UK. Yep, <laughs> um, yeah. Both bands are really good is, too. Yeah, I mean, I like both of them, but yeah, I mean, that's a that's a fair thing because I look, there's so many fucking bands. Like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. You remember? You remember that brief. Do you remember? You might remember. You might not. There was a brief period of time where that band Ghost had to change their name to Ghost BC because another band with the same name was just like, "Hey, fuck you!" And you know what? I wish they'd been sued and that they had just like stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Yeah, yeah that would have been nice. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, they're <laughs> incredibly bad. It's like, well, what about the first album? Like that sucks too. Yeah, it does. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's just like, it's something you don't really see happen much anymore, if ever. But yeah, I think Phil's probably right. It's, I think it's kind of just like a live and let live thing now. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> chances are you'll never even cross paths. Like, yeah, it's like, or you might not even know that the other band exists. It's yeah. like, bro, all you have to do is just hit random band on Encyclopedia Metallum. And it's just like nine times out of 10, you're going to hit a band that you never would have heard of otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rat Poison. Uh, did we give? Did we? Did we give their uh, Bandcamp link? Because they fucking rule. And if you if you're not familiar, you should absolutely go listen. That is ratpoisonhc.bandcamp.com. I'm gonna bookmark that. I'm gonna check that out you later. That cool. Yeah, no, that was that was cool. I enjoyed that. They're fucking great. Um, and we brought them in. Uh, it's a while ago now. Yeah, that was a that was a while ago that I brought that in. Yeah, I yeah, uh, 2018 was who I'd be, uh, and I think we brought that in then. So, I I didn't think they were coming back. It's really fucking cool to hear new shit from them. Mm-hmm. So fucking a. All right. Uh, I think that will uh, do it here for us i think that i think that was a good episode if you didn't find something you liked in that i don't know what to tell you um yeah absolutely remind everyone you can get over to fthepit.com for all of your from the pit needs links to every episode and all that fun shit come join the fucking uh discord there's uh there's more and more discussion happening in there these days which is nice um you probably won't catch me unless I've been drinking a bunch, in which case I'll probably say a bunch of dumb shit. But, you know. Uh, no, really? Like, if, if you can catch Phil when he's been drinking in the chat, do it because it's a fucking blast. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't look back at those chats. Um, well, I mean, half the time. So, <laughs> if you actually catch the chat 
it's like it's a 50 percent chance that it's going to be mike and donnie or it's going to be me and kevin it's, it's going to be one of the two those are those are sort of like the 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 dynamic duos of the group yeah i just drop in and say random shit um anyway uh i guess i should i mean there is still a patreon you can go support it if you like what we do um i i I still want to get more episodes of uh, side stage recorded. Uh, So we will make that happen at some point, but uh, you know, I I can't make any promises. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I'll be honest. I would like uh, to do more crypt episodes, but the problem is like, I don't really have a whole lot of material. I'm no, That's a lot of work too. It's Um, it's all, it's really strange to say, but it's like, I've done like all I've done like 60 episodes of that show. I am, kind of tapped out of my best material no it's fine it's fine yeah, like um, a lot we I, have tons not, that we can do with the side stage so we really just need to get together and put a bunch of those uh yeah. out there um i don't know what else uh, just fucking download and rate and review and leave five stars and all that fucking happy horse shit uh, and subscribe I, I still don't apparently that's a thing you have to tell people to do i don't get it um I just automatically subscribe to a podcast when I'm listening to it. So, uh, but do that thing because it's good for us. Uh, if we ever do decide to try to do something with this shit, so you know that's the deal. Uh, I'm done. All right. Good night, ladies. <laughs> <laughs>